Hello guys, welcome to another episode And today you are joined with the one and only Darren Cartel How are we doing Darren? Oh, today I'm actually Today's a good day, you know I've had a few shit days, I'm not going to lie to you guys And today's episode more so about just kind of catching up Before I get other guests on My my next guest Actually is going to be a really good one It's going to be a really interesting one I'm a little bit nervous about it It's my sister I feel like she's going to it's going to give you guys a dirt about me, about the younger Darren, you know, which will be a fun episode, actually. I do love my sister and talking to her on a podcast about her and me, our family would be quite interesting for you guys to listen to. Um, so I am excited for that. Uh, but this episode is more so, like I said, catching up. I haven't really had an episode since I left Australia. Um, the last episode I did was, was with Mr. Lloyd Wusu, football legend. That's currently living in Australia. And um, I was in a weird place when I was in Australia, you know. I did the tour with James. I was opening the tour for James, which was unbelievable. And that was the purpose of me being there. And once that was done, I was really done with being there. And I couldn't wait to get back. And the minute I got back, it's been good. But I've actually been dealing with this house situation, which I've been bitching about on my Instagram stories. And I'm not trying to be, because everyone's like, you're, you're so positive all the time. Would you, sh- you never share us when you're negative. Not that it's negative. It's just, I don't like not knowing what the, the next thing is. And when I mean next thing, not like I love going into the unknown. I love not knowing what's happening with work, with myself and all this stuff. But when it comes to living space, where you're going to be is so important. Because like for the work that I do, for service that I provide for my clients, I think it's very important that your space, your routine, the daily habits that you have to execute to accomplish specific things is so important. And it's something you guys should pay a lot of attention to. Even as something as basic as anyone that's watching this on YouTube will see the towel that's hanging. That shouldn't be there. I should sort that out. There's some bits on the floor behind me. That shouldn't be there. I should sort that out. But I've come to a place where I'm mentally so done with this space because I was in it during COVID. I've been here for two years and I feel like I've outgrown this space. And what I mean by outgrown is... When you accomplish certain things, I've got a whiteboard behind me as well. I've got so many things on there that I created when I moved into this room and I've accomplished them, which is so great, which is why it's so important for you to have goals, set goals, and when you complete them, you create new ones. And when you create new ones, I think your environment is very important. And I no longer feel tested in this environment and if I'm not tested I'm very bored and if I'm very bored I can't perform podcasts content good service whatever it is so for everyone that's listening if you're not happy with your environment or space or if you feel like you're not getting anything done in the space that you are in you may need to change that you know Hence why when I was in Australia, 
And when I was in a, in that room in North Bondi, which I had so much fun in, I had so much fun in, especially after finishing the tour. It was amazing. But once I was done, I completed the purpose and I was ready for the next step. After coming back here, it felt like I was not backwards, but it just felt like, okay, I'm done. I need to go to the next place. And <laughs> trying to find a place for some whatever reason, I think summer's coming and London, UK's are opening up. Therefore, I think bosses are calling in now their workers to kind of come back into the office. There's been a crazy rush for people to get back into London because a lot of people moved out of London when COVID hit, when all the madness hit. So therefore, there's been this crazy craziness in uh, the market, you know. I never knew it'd be so fucking challenging to find somewhere. But the good news is I finally, finally found something that I'm going to move into in July. I was hoping I would be out by this time. But now knowing I'm going to be moving out in July, I'm like, fucking yes, this is, this is surreal. This is so exciting. And uh, I'm just ready for the next step. But now, after hearing that news today, I was like, I'm going to do a podcast today. Because now I'm like, I'm ready to crack on with everything that I need to do. So welcome again. And uh, just to confirm, this uh, podcast is sponsored by Deeran Cartel and Project X, www.deerancartel.com. I actually don't have a sponsor. I don't really, I wouldn't say no to one, but it has to be the right people and the right message on the podcast. I don't do it on my socials, but I would, I'd be open to do it on my podcast for sure. So the last uh, last time I did something like this, it was, I think it was during COVID when I recorded another podcast where I'm talking to myself and not a guest. And it's almost a little bit therapeutic, right? And I wanted to tell you guys today what's happening, me being back in the UK, how leaving Australia was from the airport, from going to coming, talking about the whole new Hashtag hippie Diren that has come out in the last couple months, which has been actually, not going to lie, very life-changing for me, if I'm being honest. I never thought I'd be the guy that meditates, but I'm currently meditating like 10, 15 minutes a day. And I'm looking at going deeper and longer. Meditating being more hashtag woke, <laughs> um, float tanks, concentrating on being present and in the moment instead of focusing on the things that I need to do so much that can create unnecessary stress at times. You know, so, and I'm really enjoying that and I'm trying to help people do the same. Uh, and the simple reason for that is I never knew how much impact it could make. Therefore, I will talk a little bit about that. I got a car, which is fucking crazy, which I'll talk to you guys about. And yeah, so, okay, so starting off with Australia. Going out to Australia was pretty mental. Coming back from Australia was the weirdest experience I've ever had at an airport. I've never in my life seen Sydney Airport this quiet. And when I mean the quietness was so weird, 
it was a hundred people a day that was flying out of Sydney International Airport. Even when I was flying out, considering that I'm a UK citizen and I was going back home, also being an Australian resident as well, they had to check my passport and how long I've been in Australia before letting me out of Australia. Because I had this moment where I was panicking. I was like, hold on a second. What if they don't let me out of Australia? I would go fucking crazy. Because I had to get exempt or something like that. And they had to check that at the airport with um, the security, border force, whatever you call it. They had to check how long I was there before I could actually leave. Luckily, I was all good to leave. But leaving the airport, I had four people on my flight on Singapore Airlines to Singapore. I can't tell you, I'm not going to, I was blessed enough to be in business class, and I can't tell you how fucking weird it is to be on an Airbus with four to five people. It's almost scary. You think about things like, (laughs) have they double-checked all their safety stuff? Maybe they don't care as much because there's only like four or five people on here. Or because business isn't as busy as usual, is the service going to be on point or whatnot? But it was actually amazing. I got to Singapore. I was hoping to do a bit of shopping and walking around in uh, Singapore airport. But I actually got there in the middle of the night and nothing opened till like 10, 11 a.m. And Singapore airport, Singapore airport, Bali, like Indonesia, that area of the world, there's this really like amazing smell about these airports that really make me happy. Reminds me of all the memories I've had like traveling, which was actually a really, really nice little moment I had there. Hashtag being woke and everything. (laughs) And it just reminded me of all the good times that I've had in that area of the world. And all the good times I'm hoping to have in the future. Um, there was a lot of moments where it was actually quite heartbreaking to see when you're traveling about what's happened in the world in the last two years or so. And I just like, I just had a bit of a moment there when I was like, you know what? I'm actually so fucking blessed to even be here. But it's it's also a little bit weird to see something like this when you're when you're not used to seeing an airport like this right so i landed in the uk when i landed in uk after my six hour wait gone to the second flight which by the way i was meditating on a flight which is fucking amazing if you've never done that if you are a meditating person um something about the slight movement of the plane and stuff that takes you different places as well as listen to Hans Zimmer I guess <laughs> but um what happened uh, when I landed in UK is I had to quarantine for 14 days well I didn't because I did the five-day release and whichever companies the government picked was 
fucking shocking because all the test results, all the test results, all the test packaging all came late. So therefore, I paid like 250 quid or 300 quid, something stupid to be able to release on day five. And I got released on like day seven or something. Again, it's fine. But the first thing I wanted to do after being away from home for with for work for like three months is like see my family. And that was really difficult to do at the time. Being stuck at home again. Because there's something really weird about when I was in quarantine in Australia, there is no chance that you can leave the room because the doors are locked. The doors are not locked, actually. Uh, they're not locked, but the hallways are checked from with military. Uh, you can't leave. If you leave, you'll get arrested. You'll get fined or you'll get sent back to the UK or something. So there's more temptation when you're in your house. Although I didn't leave, it was very tempting to leave at times. Like, I need to go for a walk. Especially when no one's checking, should I just sneak out for a walk? I didn't do it. But it was easier doing two weeks in one room, fully dedicated to the fact that I cannot get out compared to doing five fucking days in my own house, you know? So that was weird. But I was very excited to come back to the UK and I still am very excited back to be in the UK because I feel like the UK is going to be way ahead of everyone else in Europe as well as Australia. Every time something happened, there was a COVID case in Australia. They shut the whole fucking country down. So in my head, I was like, if for every small thing, everyone shuts everything down, you have to wear masks and all of this stuff. They haven't even been fully exposed to the virus. Therefore, how are they ever going to open up borders? How are they ever going to be back to normal? You know, you kind of need to go through an element of struggle before you come out the other end. And even if they had vaccines and all this stuff, I feel like it needs to take a bit of a hit before it can get better. And I think the UK got it the worst I heard from a lot of friends and family the time I was away, which I was very lucky to be away for uh, January, Feb, March. It was probably the worst ever when it comes to lockdown, especially at that time of the year in the UK where it's shitty weather, it gets dark quickly and all of that shit. Um, you've had, UK have had the absolute fucking worst from COVID numbers, restrictions, lockdowns, all of this stuff. And now coming out of it, I really think a lot of people are going to feel better, be better, appreciate things more. And on top of that, they're going to be ahead of most places. Because somewhere like Australia now is not apparently going to be letting in tourists until like, the end of 2022 or something like this, something mental like this, you know? So it's a bit crazy and I'm very excited for this UK summer. Um, it's going to be absolutely fucking mental. Another reason I'm really excited is I feel like a bit of a different person. I feel like I've matured in the last, um, last, I don't know, six months or something like this. I don't know. Or it could be the fact that I'm getting older, but I can't explain how much help this whole meditation thing i'm embracing this whole spirit spirituality thing if i'm being honest and yes i'm going to say this again this is not me promoting it to anyone in any way at all 
but it all happened when I did magic mushrooms. <laughs> I did psychedelics and something mad happened that is so something that I cannot I can't even explain, I can't even put into words how it's like opened me up in many ways. And I've been doing some research into this, listening to professors that studied this, did case studies on this, did um, loads of research and testing on all of this stuff. And listening to some of these podcasts and reading some of these things is pretty much exactly how my experience was, which was kind of like awakening a different level of consciousness. It was like... A part of my brain was dead. When I was meditating, the things that I was trying to do, I did not know what I was working towards. I had no idea what I had to do or what to see or feel when I got to that place where a lot of people that meditate get to. After that experience, it got, to, it got me to a level that I now fully understand why people do it. And why people need to do it. And it's been two months or something. Since I did it. Since I did mushrooms. Which by the way. The thing inside of it. That creates that is psilocybin. 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 Something like that. I can't even say the word. But months after. I'm still. Unfolding. Things from it. Visions. Thought processes, focus, concentration. Something I've always struggled with. One of my biggest struggles in life is trying to pay attention to a single task, a single thing. And it was something that's, that helped me out. It's continued to help me out. And the reason I'm telling this to people is because I really think a lot of people think they know why you're here. <laughs> but I don't think they know. Because I think there's so many distractions in the world that people never fully embrace their own mind, body, soul, consciousness that I think will create eternal happiness. As hippie and crazy as that might sound to a lot of you guys that have listened to me for the last couple of years or followed me on Instagram, whatever it is, this coming from an East London boy, I never thought I'd think like this. But I can't tell you how happy I get sometimes just sitting there with my eyes shut. Exploring my mind in different ways. I don't think there's a, any perfect way to meditate. 
I think a lot of people don't know how to meditate. I think a lot of people fear to be left alone with no thoughts. People fear to be left alone with no tasks. What I mean by that is the distractions that keep us busy to avoid the thought processes you know you have to have or the thought processes that you never knew you had. Right? So now I've tapped into a little bit of that and I encourage everyone to do their best to tap into this because that feeling of what I had, what I can have and where it can go to is so fucking powerful. Like, I can't even explain this. I'm doing my best to articulate what the fuck happened that day. (laughs) But it was almost like clarity about certain things, certain topics about yourself, about your friends, family, about what's important, what's not. And it's almost like everything you thought that was important, it is, but it's not. (laughs) Again, that sounds crazy. But I think the moment you start focusing and doing your best to start tapping in to that consciousness, I honestly believe you will be a much, forget happier, you'll be a much, you'll be a better person in today's society. I feel like I'm less aggressive. And when I mean less aggressive, I'm not talking about you to go fucking crazy on people, not aggressive like that, but just from the way I was talking. Saying things before thinking about it. Taking my time about decisions. And although this last couple of weeks has been a little bit stressful for me with trying to sort out my house and all this shit. It's not even my house, I'm just renting. But it's meditating and tapping into that has really chilled me the fuck out. Hence why you guys need to do it. And you know what? It also keeps your ego in check, which is something that I've been reading, looking into more since I had this experience. Because when I had that experience, it it makes you become vulnerable and people are scared to be vulnerable. But I think with vulnerability comes a lot of growth when you expel, expose yourself, when you expose yourself to vulnerability, I think you see a whole different side to who you actually are and people see that too, which in most occasions is a more loving and a better person. 
because the ego that we create, the ego, the persona that you create for yourself, the persona that I've created for myself is a very weird thing. It's a made up thing. It's not actually you. If you think about every decision that you make, everything that you say, or the way you react, respond, sorry, is it something you would say? Or is it something you think you would say, therefore say it? And what I mean by that is, I'll give an example of a dog, for example. The dog's brain hasn't developed enough for it to be, for it to create an ego for itself, a persona for itself, right? Therefore, when a dog is angry, it bites. It doesn't hold it back. When a dog is happy, you see it. You see it from looking at its tail. You see it from how excited it gets when it sees you. The unconditional love the dog will give you is an example of a being that has no attachment to ego. Whereas we find every excuse in the world or create something to not show that vulnerability. Which again, I think could be dangerous moving forward for certain individuals because we always, majority of people, tend to avoid those difficult conversations, those difficult moments, those difficult choices we all have to make, you know? And um, it's something that's quite, it fascinates me because human behavior is something that I love. Thinks why I love coaching. And going into this stuff more is really making me enjoy this like next chapter, which whatever it is. Next bit of growth is gonna be fun for me because I'm just gonna explore it as much as I can. And I advise you do it too, you know? So if you do want to meditate and do all that stuff, I do live meditations on Instagram now. Um, if you don't know what to do, I still don't know what I'm doing fully, but I'm practicing meditation. The only reason, you, the only way, the only reason you can tap in or get better at something is by practicing something. Hence why it's called practicing meditation, you know? So practice it. Um, if you do have any questions or anything about it, just swing me, ask me. If I don't know the answer, I'll just tell you straight. But um, it's something we all need to do more. Um, Something else that happened in the last couple of weeks for me is I bought myself a car. A very cool car, if I'm being honest. Something young Darren always wanted, you know. And uh, talking about ego and all of this stuff, I bought a nice sports car for myself because the younger Darren that had no persona 
or the ego that I have now, right, has always wanted something like that. And I could have afforded a car before, like in the last couple of years or whatever. I never bought one because my response to not getting a car or getting that was always like, no, I don't think I need it. What will people think if I buy a nice car and this and that and blah, blah. But I was like, young Darren always wanted this. Always wanted to have a cool car. like. So I did it. And I did it before buying a house for myself to live in. I did it before I bought a two-door coupe when I probably should have bought a four-door because it's just better to, to have people in it or my friends or my family or whatever it is. But I thought, fuck it. What's the point of being here and doing whatever I'm doing and loving what I'm doing if I can't be present with the moments that make me happy? And nothing made me happier than sharing that with my family. I drove it home as soon as I took it out of the showroom, took it to my parents' house. My sister was there. My sister was like, let me look at the mileage. And I was like, do you think I'm fucking lying about the car that I just bought? She goes, no, it's just, you're the first person in the family to buy a brand new car. And I was like, fuck, that's crazy. I was like, shit, that's so true. She was like, I've never seen a car with that low mileage. And the mileage was, I don't know, 50 miles or whatever it was. It was just brand new. And I was like, this is crazy. And then I gave it to my dad. And my dad and my family come from such a poor background. The first thing my dad's like, no, no, I don't want to waste your petrol. I was like, dad, if I was thinking about petrol, I wouldn't buy this car. <laughs> Not a fucking three liter turbo anyway. <laughs> so I was like, dad, just jump in the car. And watching him drive it was... Like, it made me so happy because where they're from, like, this sort of stuff doesn't just happen, you know? And the fact that I, I was able to purchase something like that from doing what I love and giving people service that makes their life better, fitness, nutrition, education, was a pretty cool feeling to experience that with my family. Not that it's important, buying a car isn't important, but it's how you got the car that's important. Especially with you guys, whatever you achieve, people tend to, they like the story of be behind how you got to where you got to, more so than telling them what it is you do or how, what you bought or what you did. It's how you got that. The story, the the struggle, Everything behind that is so much more important than the actual thing it is that you got, you know. So that was a great day. And um, I cannot wait to go on little road trips with it. You know, it's going to be good in the summer. Oh, shit. What's that fucking big bird on my window? But um, yeah, so this episode was really a bit of a catch up with you guys I just came on talking about whatever it is I appreciate you guys listening it's mad didn't it after I talk about that fucking ego meditation all that stuff I'm way calmer like it's crazy that sort of topic itself it just calms you down like it's mad it's something I'm going to start pushing more exploring more and the only reason that is I truly believe 
it can help you out so much. So much. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, Make sure you subscribe, rate, share it. And um, the next couple episodes are going to be good. Going to get some interesting guests on. Um, From family to friends to TV people, footballers, whatever it is. Anyone you recommend, send an email. Hit me up. And thank you for listening to this episode. Peace and love. Take it easy.